You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, let's turn our attention to the Sydney Swans. Yes, the Sydney Swans. Now, this is going to be an interesting year for the Swans. They've brought in Aaron Francis from Essendon and they've lost a couple of retirees in Josh Kennedy and Callum Sinclair. So there's uh, there's not too much of a change to that list. Uh, their strengths? The strengths of Sydney has to be the young talent that uh, they possess. The, the talent at Sydney, at the Sydney Swans, is as good as any club Agreed. in the league. Uh, I witnessed some of this coming through when I was there and I I realised I had an abundance of this in comparison to my former club, Geelong, at the time. Now, the key for them is going to be developing this talent. They've got regulars from the grand final such as Paddy and Tom McCartan, McInerney, Stevens, Hayward, Rowbottom, Florent and Warner, who are all under the age of 26. Uh, The same goes for their Swans Academy products in Heaney, Mills, Blakey, Gordon and Braden Campbell. So... Their list profile is incredible, and with more drafted in the coming years from the Swans Academy, it's going to get a bit of scrutiny, uh, but also it's in part due to their success at the National Draft, which has really complemented these Academy picks. Weakness of the Swans? Uh, I think one thing that John Longmire would have looked at in the offseason is changing momentum in games and stopping onslaughts of goals in games. Now, the Pies did it to them in the prelim final where they almost ran the Swans down. They kicked six of the last seven goals to the Pies to fall a point short in the prelim. And then we all know that we saw the Cats pile on large hauls against them in the grand final. So they've got to find a way to quell opposition forays when they get a run on and not resort to defending too deeply in their own half. The pressure gauge? Uh, the pressure gauge is moderate. Uh, after making the grand final last year with such a long, uh, young list, uh, which now it's the sixth youngest list in the competition still, which is incredible, uh, they've got a bit of time. that They don't have to actually make the grand final this year. They've got a bit of time to show, me, uh, show that improvement and get some more maturity in the group, and then they'll be able to launch again, whether that is this year or in the coming years. Who needs to perform if they're going to win the flag? I think Tom Hickey is so important to this team. I think that uh, he has been a revelation for the Swans since coming across from the Eagles at the end of 2020. With Sinclair gone, with Naismith gone, they need Hickey to stay on the park. And if he can do that, it will allow the young core of midfielders to excel. Most improved player at the Swans this year? I think it's Dylan Stevens. Uh, he started to build towards the back of the 2022 season, and I believe that Stevens can really own the outside with his running capacity and can really lock down that wing role, almost like Ed Langdon has at Melbourne. And they're best and fairest. You can't go past Callum Mills. He is ultra consistent in the midfield now. He, he plays in the midfield or on the wing 100% of the time. He's not really going back to halfback anymore. He is a reliable leader they can turn to. He's going to have a great year again. Premiership window. It's 9 o'clock for mine. It's not 10, 11 or 12. And that's because last year they were definitely ahead of their time in making the grand final. They, they've still got many good years to come. As I mentioned, they got the sixth youngest list heading into the competition in 2023 which uh, is an incredible stat that shows that they've got plenty of good years ahead of them. And their ladder position. 
I found this really difficult, Bonds, where to put the Swans in 2023. I've gone with seventh on the ladder. Now, that does seem very low with all that emerging talent, um, but I'll be very interested to see how they bounce back from that grand final thrashing. So history shows us that it is hard to bounce back from that. We've seen in recent years the Bulldogs in 2022, they didn't win a final. Uh, GWS, they didn't make finals. Adelaide, uh, after their 2017 grand final, didn't make finals. And then a lot of teams before that struggled to actually make finals as well. So... They're not going to go under the radar like they did last year a little bit. Um, teams probably didn't think they were a genuine grand final chance until they almost got to the finals. Yep. So they caught a few teams off guard, which won't happen this year. And so I think they're going to have a few challenges presented towards them, but they'll still be good enough to make the eight and I'll have them finishing in seventh position. Your thoughts on the latter position? Uh, yeah, I, I think that Sydney may struggle as well just on the back of the massive defeat because it's, we've seen it year after year after year. It happens to anyone get thrashed in a grand final, it, it hurts them. Psychologically, it's a real battle. Yep. But the other thing is, too, to make a grand final, you need a lot of things to go right yep. for your list in terms of health and everything else. So that's why it is hard to back it up the next year because you get a few injuries to a few key players and all of a sudden you're the hunted and it just you start to drop games that maybe you shouldn't. I Tough still think draw. They'll, still think they'll be good enough. Tougher draw, great point. Mm. But uh, I haven't finished in seventh.